Hello again and welcome, listeners, to Shallow Thoughts and Deep Shit. My name is Jefferson Lambert, and I'll be your host for this atrocity as I journey through the mind of a serial misanthrope. You can listen to this podcast for free at Spotify, Apple iTunes, iHeart Music, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Radio Public, and Spotify for Podcasters. If you like what you hear, please rate the show, subscribe, and follow. You can also follow the show on Instagram, X, Facebook, and YouTube, where you can join for extra content, new episode notifications, and more. And don't forget, you can interact with each episode and post a comment or ask a question if you so desire. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get started, shall we? I write Tuesday, November 21st, 2023. Recently, I asked myself, why do I write? Why have I spent countless hours filling page after page with words? How did I get here? I'm pretty sure I was born with the capability to convey my thoughts easily from my brain onto paper, and it just comes naturally, and I never have to struggle to get it out of me. Once upon a time, I wrote a poem in the fourth grade about Christmas. Soon after, I wrote another. Soon after that, I formed paragraphs and formed my first short story. After a while, it became easier, and I wrote and wrote, and pages piled up, and I needed somewhere to put them. When I had enough of the pages written, I found a box and started putting them inside of it. Year after year, the pages spewed from me like vomit from an overfed cat, and the box got bigger and bigger as it sat collecting dust and cobwebs. In the box were handwritten poems, moronic babblings, rantings, raves, poorly edited stories, and a giant collection of abnormal this and that's. Looking back at some of these writings, I can remember the time periods of my life when I wrote them. Some of it was written based on dreams, others based on nightmares. A few things were written through bouts of laughter, and other things written through gritted teeth and clenched fists, fighting back tears. I mostly wrote horror stories that were inspired by my favorite writers of the time. My writing journey began for me thanks to my mom. She is a writer and has always inspired me to be creative and put pen to paper. I used to write stuff and show her, just to impress her with my natural talent. She was always writing way back when. Always carried a notebook and pen, and she turned my old room into an office and was constantly reading, writing, editing, and creating. I used to wonder, why the hell does my mom need an office at home? You can write anywhere, right? I get it now, and completely understand how important it was to have her own sanctuary, where she'd organize thoughts, keep thorough files, and have privacy somewhere inside the house. My mom wrote stories, crafted plays, jotted poems, and drafted books like nobody's business. In the 1980s, she joined the Hudson Valley Writers Association that was founded by Frances B. Denegi. Eventually, she became president of the association and had a plethora of writers for friends, and they used to all meet every week at our house. They held readings, shared stories, published monthly magazines, held writing banquets, and had award ceremonies. 
She created and edited many literary magazines profiling local writers, Primal Voices, Echoes, Visions and Revisions, Mohonk Bits, Hamlet News, and a collection of story called, stories called Zephyr. It amazes me now that with all the work she did to highlight other writers, she had the time and energy to write her own stuff. If anything significant happened in my life, my mom would say, you should write about that. Or there's a story in there somewhere. She always constantly reminded me to write. My father was a surrealist artist and it was obvious at an early age that I didn't possess a single ounce of talent in the art department. Nope, I definitely missed out on that gene, but I did somehow discovered I had a knack for writing and took after my mom from an early age. I used to read a lot. I was inspired by Robert McCammon, Dean Kuntz, Stephen King, Edgar Allan Poe, F. Paul Wilson, and Richard Schismar. I probably didn't take writing seriously until the sixth grade when I wrote The Dreamer, and I was actually proud of myself and realized maybe I had some sort of knack for creating prose. I used to write on a lined yellow 8.5 by 11 legal pad. In the late 1980s, my mother bought me a Smith Corona PWP 2000 typewriter and word processor. By today's standards, this thing was archaic, but back then it became my most valued possession. In the 80s, there was no Google Docs, no Microsoft Word, so this was my only tool that substituted the pen and paper. That and a fat dictionary and thesaurus, too. It was portable and had a collapsible display screen that had a blue 3x8-inch CRT screen with blue font. It had no memory to speak of, and if you wanted to save any of your writing, you had to save it to a 3.5-inch floppy disk. It was truly a valuable machine, and on it, I began my journey of churning out my shallow thoughts and deep shit. I spewed out a lot of words on that thing, and it was there that I honed my craft and cemented my destiny to become a writer. It was a pain in the balls to use, but it did an amicable, amicable job for me, and I'll always be grateful for it. I still write today, not as much as in the past, but I still dabble in the art of creating. I love to write, and always thought it was therapeutic and rewarding. There's nothing scarier than a blank sheet of paper. Writing to me is fun because I can take that blank sheet of paper and fill it with whatever I want. I am in control. I am the boss. And there's no one else on the planet who controls its destiny except me. I can birth characters, give them names, create their past, and even kill them off if I so desire. I'm in the driver's seat and guiding the poem or story or book in any direction I want is very satisfying. I never wrote for any reason except to amuse myself. I never really cared if anyone read it or not, although I have shared just about everything with my mom because her opinions and critique was and are very important to me. She drove me from an early age because she recognized I had a talent and wanted me to have an outlet for it. Thanks, Mom. Thanks for being my number one fan and the best editor ever. Understand that when I leave this planet for good, the only thing worthwhile that I'll leave behind is my daughter, Nicole Elizabeth Lambert. She'll be turning 20 in a few days, and lucky for her, she possesses the talent from both her grandparents, being able to write beautifully like her grandmother and to draw and create art like her grandfather. Hopefully, she'll continue down both paths of creativity. 
Perhaps I'll also leave behind some words or stories that will help inspire others to write and be creative too. If even one person listening or reading my words has an itch to go write, then my mission is accomplished. While millions of people in this digital age of garbage are pointing their cameras at themselves, dancing in their underwear, or making pouty duck lips, or becoming fantastic influencers, not that there's anything wrong with that, I'll be over here in my little corner of the world, pounding my keyboard, belching out my shallow thoughts and deep shit. Why write? Because that's why. Thanks for listening.